Hey, you're listening to the Sunny Side Podcast Show. I'm Ron. I'm PJ. We're Scott. Less of a man than he was before. Cue the music. <laughs> Are we going to play in with the first cut is the deepest? Is that, or would that be too much? Well, in, ter- well, in terms of who's got a story to tell this week, I think I Scott think, really has to, I think has to take unusually, the lead. Unusually for our show, we're going to start by talking balls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, Scott, Scott made a big decision. What happened, Scott? Did you, did you well, make I mean, a decision, I... Scott, or was it one made for you? Oh, no, I made the decision. Mm-hmm. I am... I'm in charge of these balls. The incision decision. I I made the decision last year. Mm -hmm. Is that how long it takes? Yeah. Well, no, it it, it doesn't. I I made the decision to get a vasectomy last year. We talked about it on the show. Um, We did. uh, Perversely, perversely by going ahead with your uh, vasectomy, it's proved you're more of a man than I am because I chickened out of getting a vasectomy. So, well, I mean, I don't think that was ever really in question, but we can, I mean, <laughs> you know, if you want to, if you want to, um, for the sake of, you know, if you want to play devil's advocate, then sure. Okay. Um, so I think it was last autumn or something like that, like September, uh, my dog's barking, Jimmy, shut up. Um, you were just like, uh, I'm tired of being so damn fertile. <laughs> Well, we've got we've uh, we were we're we're both happy with with two kids. I don't want any um, unexpected uh, unexpected surprises. Um, so yeah, like last Frankly, September, we or thought something these like two that. kids were probably going to be as good as we'll get. So there's no point trying for a third. It's not, I mean, it's not even as if they're, they're as good as we'll get. Like no matter how good the third one was, I don't want it. <laughs> So, Scott, walk us through, if you can, the <laughs> process of uh, of getting a vasectomy. What you know, from start to finish, what is the what is the? So uh, I, I, you just go process. to the doc, You just go to your GP, and you say, "Here, sign. Give me a referral for a vasectomy." And they go, "Are you sure?" And you go, "Yeah." And then they go, "Okay." Do these no, they, look they, right they, to you, Doc? They don't need to look at anything. This is see, this is why this is why you didn't get one. You don't get nice <laughs> things. Yeah, you have to live. You have to live in. You have to live in fear for the rest working. of your life. The vasectomy um, was, to, was to stop things working. <laughs> um, no, you just say I want a referral, um, and they say you sure. You say yep, and then they give you a referral, and you just have to wait. Um, so I got a call. I think I, my I went in like September, October last year, and I got a call in January saying that they had had a cancellation and could I make it, and I couldn't. Um, so then they were like, right, okay, well, you're like that the window of time required for that is very long. Like, like a cancellation could be taken up by eating a Twix or something by accident. Couldn't it? I mean, it's not like a surgical procedure where it's going to be a five hour. Like if someone cancels getting an operation, that's a whole surgical team sitting around waiting. Whereas if someone cancels this, it's like, yeah, 10 minutes, we'll fill that. Yeah, except it's not though. I mean, I, I don't know. You tell me. I know it's not. Yeah, you, I know you don't. I'm just making shit up. <laughs> um, but the wait, the waiting list is really long. That's the point of the cancellation. Like hmm. the waiting list is like six months hmm. to get it. 
Um, but anyway, I couldn't make the cancellation. Um, so my my original six month date was up around March time, and um, then we got a letter saying you were supposed to be coming in March, but obviously the whole world's gone to pot, so that can't happen anymore. So I just forgot about it. Um, and then they called me in September this year, and we're like, yeah, things are calming down a little bit. We're going to start doing routine um, procedures again are you still interested? And I said, yep. And I said, right, we'll send you out a date whenever, um, whenever we're ready to go. Um, and, uh, it's nice of them to ask if you're still interested in never having kids. People change their minds. Yeah. You have to sign, you have to sign a thing. People change their minds mm. all the time. Um, and then have to go and well, I don't, the reversals generally don't happen on the NHS. So then you've got to pay for it. Mm. Um, because it is, it's, permanent sterilization yeah um i would think what they could do is put a little tap in just like a tap you just like a little a little turning knob on it just to turn it off and on just, just yeah because so... that's what you need more that's what you need more fiddling down there <laughs> i mean they don't have to put it in like in your testicles i mean i'm sure the way they could tube it up they could wire it up to like your leg somewhere around your heel you could have a little tap just to turn off why would you want any potential for a leak? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like most of your ideas, this seems very well thought through. Um, and I'm sure people are already on it. Um, so yeah, so then I, it's Sunday night when we're recording this. So I went on Wednesday just past um, mm-hmm. and had the procedure. Okay. So a week before Christmas this was. Yeah. Oh, Ron, you need a different cable. This is so how rusty I'm, I'm, we are. I'm, I'm upset if my cables are not working. But anyway, tell us about your cables, Scott. <laughs> so they, uh, this is the, I had the, the non-scalpel, what they call the non-scalpel procedure, um, where they, and everything's done under local anesthetic now. Mm-hmm. They don't put you under anymore. Really local? Because you just got done around the corner from me, didn't you? Hey. Yes, it does. Yeah, it was literally. It's literally at the end of Ron Street. Um, <laughs> so that was interesting. Have, um, having the local anaesthetic injected directly into your testicles, but is as it into all, your testicles or is it into your scrotum? I mean, let's get precise here. I mean, who who knows? Oh, were you not looking? Was it a question of can I eat stare? Or, I'm not looking. You're um, not getting like a play-by-play from the from the doctor the whole time. Yeah, but like it just it's the like anesthetic going in now, and you it's like getting the, the anesthetic in your tooth. You feel like the initial jab, and then everything just starts to go numb. So you don't for all and when they're putting in your teeth, it goes in like an inch, and you and you have absolutely no idea. So I don't know where that needle ended up. Okay. Um, <laughs> Did they have to so do you both the, testicles when they look? Yeah, or yeah, they have to, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They ah. have to numb up both. They have to numb up both sides. Oh, so there's two two injections, right? Okay. You quite literally numb nuts. Is that? I'll get to that. I had to get three. Um, you have a third testicle. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I had to get I had to get three bites of the anesthetic because it was uh, I was definitely able to feel some um, feel some things going on. Yeah, they need they need about six for me because I've got such large They're mostly balls. balls. Mostly yeah. balls. Yeah. 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 I still don't think that's the case. 
Um, <laughs> well, if you think a lot of it's just you know the, the full on schlong, then that's that's good to know. But it's not it's mostly. Oh yeah, the weird thing. Yeah, they had to tape that to my stomach, which was bizarre. What? Uh, PJ's wab. <laughs> oh, we couldn't get out. <laughs> Ten minutes, I had to negotiate the door. <laughs> we can't. We can't do this till PJ's here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, wouldn't go, wouldn't go into the isolation tank together. But yeah, go and get, go and get matching, matching vasectomies. Um, so they tip that up so it didn't drip down. Tip that up so it doesn't. Yeah, I guess so it doesn't. It doesn't get in the way. Um, I know. I mean, that's. I mean, because the thing is, that's a. Diff- I mean, I don't know. I don't want to get into too much detail, but but I do. Okay, well, some people are growers and not shores. And I would imagine if you're a grower and not a shore, that it would be like the taping of that up would be difficult. Maybe it would be, you know, not as easy as you might think. I mean, you're li- like you're lying on your back. How hard do you think it is? I mean, if you're only like to keep something out to keep something out of the way. Depends on how much. That's gaffer tape will do the job, no matter what size <laughs> yeah. it is. I'd say. Just, but and it was it so right? I'm imagining it was. It was like a cross shape, so it was it. it the shaft was straight, and then the tape Pointing was cross, but maybe, maybe yeah. it wasn't. Maybe it, maybe it ran in length of it all the way up because that would be more secure. Probably, I don't, I don't know. No, no, it went it it went from left to right. <laughs> the tape did. The tape did. Yeah, I mean, like uh, you know, I don't I, like I I, I failed the rail. Like I'm no handyman, but that seems the most sensible way to do it. I know this is this is madness. <laughs> This, this is, is absolute up. madness. What do is? you think that to, to, to even imagine that there is another way to do it other than yeah, left to right? Of course there is. All the way up the leg. From the base Jesus all the do you way know up how the leg. Do you know how to wrap presents? It would depend on... Like, here's the thing, right? No, it, no, it, liter- it, it, no, it literally depends on nothing. It, it, does, it depends on nothing. If you go all nothing. the way up, then there's room for growth. I mean, like, there's but, no. I mean, there's. I mean, I'm sure. Are you, are, you, are, you, are you are you anticipating an erection mid procedure? No, I'm mean, like the old, like the old, like if it's starting. That's got to be at least a one in ten occurrence. No, <laughs> uh, no, surely. No, I am. Um, <laughs> no, once that's taped, once that's taped out of the way, the worst part of it was even after <laughs> the. That's, um, that's it. <laughs> The the worst part of it was even after the anesthetic, they have to take the find they have to find the tubes. Oh, the vast um, around. Yeah, well, they so they so they rock this they rock this big you know like those like um, IKEA clamps that you use for closing a crisp packet. Uh huh. Crisp. So they get one. So they get one of those and they clamp that on the vast difference on the outside of your ball sack. Ah. Uh, um. Uh, and then they do the first side. They do the first side on mine. He's, they he's numbed up now. He's numbed up at this point. So he's yeah, not, I'm numbed up. But yeah. you can still feel. You, you can still feel. You, stuff you can feel going the on. pressure, but it's not painful. You can feel pressure. Yeah. Um, so uh, they they started on the right hand side. So they did the the right hand side. But then they used the same incision rather do, than do, making two incisions. Do you have to before before the op? Do they recommend you you empty yourself? Before, no. Do they, do they recommend you don't have to do that, that's a, that's a post-op procedure. That's that's a post-op do, procedure. Don't, don't come for, I've been up at what point post-op? Is it like quite? Well, it's when it, whenever you feel, whenever you feel comfortable. <laughs> okay. Because at the minute, at the minute, my cock and testicles are bright purple. 
Um, and I definitely don't feel comfortable. Uh, so, um, <laughs> he's like a half naked Teletubby down there. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it is it's quite the shade. It is quite the shade. Um, and oh. and in in that weird way, do you know whenever do you know whenever an old per an old person gets bruised? Yeah. Oh, it doesn't go away for a long time. Yeah. But but it's it's that kind of like bright red bruise that they get. Like it's like like there's like it's bleeding under the skin. Oh. It looks like no. that. Um, is this and, how the vasectomy works? Basically, no one will want to touch it afterwards. Is that? <laughs> and that's just yeah. It's like it's it's basically a, it's the abstinence model. Just anyone looks at this, go. Do you know what? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not a. Like I, I, I can't. It's hard to say, but I would. I've never met anyone who go. That's an attractive body part. Like no one really says that. I think even even people well, who, like on, who are you talking to wear it by by out of out of some sort of sense of obligation. Surely, it's it's not it's not a. I mean, it's not a well designed. It's not aesthetically designed an object, and like as is. But but to have that happen to it, then would I would, would say you need to have conversations with more gay men. Yeah. <laughs> okay then. All right. Um, That's possibly true. So yeah, so they only make the one incision. So mm-hmm. once they've done that side, they then need to corral the tubes from the other side. Doesn't hook a wee finger around and a, and hook off. That was the probably one of the most uncomfortable bits because they are not shy about trying to get stuff moved around. <laughs> like, oh, I've got it! I've got it! No, nope. just like it, Would it you was, give it us a hand like, here. Call in, call in Larry from outside. Get him to give us a hand here. I can't reach this bugger. Have you got a paper clip? <laughs> I mean, you. I, I mean, at that point, whenever you're lying on the bench. Donald ducking it, and you've got your dick taped to your stomach. You really think that I'm going to be embarrassed whenever Larry comes in to lend a hand? I mean, I remember when my wife had had our second child, and I don't know, even the first one, and it was it was all very kind of oh, this is vaguely embarrassing until the baby's being born. It was yeah, whatever, just bring everyone in. Who cares at this point? Just get this baby out. So I, I you know, I can understand that there's a point where you reach where all modesty has gone out the window, and I don't care anymore. I'm just. I'm just lying. Are you are you Zen like at this point? Are you kind of like when a dentist is working at your teeth? Are you just going? Oh, I just should think about. Yeah, like else. I brought I I brought headphones and stuff in, and I I told them before I laid down. I was like, look, I'm just I'm gonna put these in, um, try and keep me keep my anxiety at bay and whatever. I hope that's not rude. And they're like, no, no, do whatever you want. And I ended up not putting them in. I just, <laughs> just lay and chatted with them. Imagine to the people about to poke around your balls. I hope you don't mind what I'm about to do. Isn't too rude. I hope that's fine <laughs> with you guys. Hope you guys don't mind if I put some headphones in. I'm not ignoring you. I just don't, and I don't want you to think I'm being rude about it. But you poke away but, down there. Have a, Knock yourselves out. I'm just going to put these headphones in and relax. Is that, is that okay? Is that yeah. fine? But you didn't do that in the end. No, I, I, I would that... think honestly, honestly, Scott. I would think if you turned up and you said, "Look, I'm not going to wear headphones. If anything, I'd like to take part." I think that's a ruder thing to say. I think that's 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 going to put put the radar up a little bit. I'm going to have a wee help down there. Can I have a, a full glow of everything? Who said, any, who said anything about helping? What are you talking about? <laughs> just saying. Just saying. I'm I'm going to pull her opposite of being you know being polite is saying I want to ignore this, and being rude is saying, "Can I have a wee go too?" I'll get my finger in and see if I can 
I, 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 think, I think the ruder thing would be if he had like a manual on vasectomies and he was like <laughs> kind of going through it like that. Are you guys sure you know what you're doing? I've had a cow looked at once and it was nothing like this. Are you sure it should be this color? So what's the next phase? Whenever they whenever they hook around to the other side and they've done is that it? Did they stitch up at that point or? The thing is, so whenever they're whenever they're cutting the tubes, they cauterize both ends. So you hang up, but you said earlier on this is a non a non cutting. No, it's a non scalpel procedure. Oh, non scalpel. So how do they yeah. how do they in, how do they, they incise you then? I didn't. I didn't see it. I didn't see it, but it's described on the NHS website as a a punch device. Um, that I am assuming punches some sort of a a hole or incision that is less um it doesn't need stitches for what i mean i don't really understand the 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 healing um end of it in terms of the incision because i know roughly how big the incision is um and i know that there's no stitches or not even any um, dumbbells it's about uh half an inch the paper paper stitches in it maybe no, there's no, there's nothing. Nothing, just like a no. hole in your balls. Well, no, it's not like as you know. So I don't really, I don't really understand quite that uh, that that side of it. But it bled for a little bit after I left, but and ah. stopped um, ah. almost immediately. But yeah, so they caught they they cauterize the tubes, and they have this machine that I'm only assuming. Is there because he had like his little like pan, like saw like hot pan thing for, and you could hear the, the noise whenever he was like Ooh. burning shit. Um, but they had this this other little machine that she would turn on, uh, the nurse would turn on every time he was doing a little bit of the burn, and she'd hold this like kind of tube over. Um, and I'm the only thing that I can think that it was doing was. Uh, sucking out the smell of burning flesh. Oh, okay, like an extractor fan, like an extra, like a kind of focused, like, like the like the dentist's saliva mm. sucker. Okay, yeah, um, I, I, I can see how that would be disturbing. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so they did that, and then about three quarters of the way through, they had to give me another batch of anesthetic. That they give me a vial three of anesthetic. Did you, um, like, did you inform them that you were you were feeling a bit of sensation at this point? Yeah, it's like I hear, I hear, I can, I can, I'm aware of what's going on down there. And he goes, "Oh, <laughs> and right, okay, good. yeah." Um, so he goes, "Okay, going to put this in. Uh, going to give you a third thing of anesthetic. We're going to put this in now. You'll probably feel this in your stomach." Okay. And I was like, oh. "Huh?" Uh. And then he and then he injected it, and holy shit, did I feel it in my stomach? Like I would uh, say, around belly button region, just uh, off to the right a little, just off to the say, right a little bit. Button? Yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah, um, uh, I mean, I I don't know how or why if it's referred pain or or what the the score is there. But... You would think if it was referred pain. I mean, like the fact that he knew that would be what was going to happen is interesting. Yeah, it's the same. Like whenever you have abdominal surgery, it's pretty common to get. Uh, referred uh, left shoulder pain. Um, Dick bones connected to your belly button. Yeah, uh, which Hannah got after her 
C-section, and then my dad got as well after his um, hernia operation. And the doctors they have they know about it and they know how to to treat it. Um, mm. So it's it it obviously is something that's just fairly common. Um, but after that, we were about seventy five percent of the way through. He'd done one side and had moved on to the other side and was kind of I guess getting ready to to tie things up there. But um um, and after that third round of anesthetic. I think my body just went. Uh, I didn't. I don't. Didn't like that. That's too much anesthetic. Thanks very much. Um, and I started getting big room spins. Oh, oh, did you puke? No, I didn't. No, thankfully I didn't. Um, because the nurse gave me like two fistfuls of jelly babies. I was like, "Here, eat those." I was like, <laughs> "Yeah." On, I'm interested in this procedure. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying that they're giving free jelly babies for this? Yeah. Yeah, I got two. I got two fistfuls of jelly babies, and they were all blacks and reds. If that makes any difference to you, it kind of does. They are, yeah. they, they are the best ones. Um, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I was just uh, the um, yeah. Wait, so did you have these on hand? Just to... yeah, yeah. yeah. Clearly, yeah. Clearly, that's part of the medical. This is procedure. an important part of this procedure. Well, is the black and whatever red jelly we did, Yeah, we years ago. I had to do a um, an appointed person first aid thing so that you could be a first dater on set if um if it was needed um and they said the the emt guy the paramedic guy who was taking the the class says that he carries around with him in his emergency bag a bag of jelly babies and also a pot of like you know the little jams that you get in hotels like a little kind of mini mini pot of jam um because i think if i remember rightly the number is it's either 10 or 12 10 or 12 jelly babies is enough sugar to regulate someone who's went into um, hypoglycemic shock. shock. Um, I think it's 10 or 12 jelly babies. Um, And the same if you need to, if they're in a bad way or whatever, and they maybe can't chew or swallow or whatever, you rub the the jam on their gums like cocaine. Hmm. Uh, And that's another way for the body to absorb. I know what I'm doing tonight. Rubbing jam on your gums? Getting some jam on my gums and seeing how that goes. <laughs> I'm going to get some cocaine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so they ended up keeping me for like a half hour after my uh, appointment was, or after the surgery was your, finished. Yours sounds like it was maybe more more involved than maybe some others, I don't, but I don't the know. Guy, the guy who came in after me, so they moved me into a room beside the little surgery room that we were in. Mm-hmm. And the guy who'd been in the waiting room whenever I arrived came in to do his, and he was in and out in, I would say, 30, 40 minutes, absolute maximum, but like Clearly probably 30 minutes. Smaller and tubes. How, how long were you? Uh, I was in from, what time did I go in at? Four. I was in for probably an an hour, an hour-ish, maybe a bit over an hour. Okay. And um, he didn't get any jelly babies, though, I bet you. Yeah, but he definitely didn't get jelly babies. Yeah, yeah. So I'd say like an hour or so in the surgery thing, but they weren't, it didn't, it, it felt like they weren't super quick to get mine started, whereas mm. he was the last appointment of the day and he did not get as much <laughs> small talk as I did. <laughs> um, I don't know if they're contractually allowed to call it small talk when they're about to work on your Although he, he he didn't seem much crack either, if I'm honest. <laughs> um because I could I could hear everything through the um mm. through the door. Um they asked like they just asked how are you feeling? 
Um, and the, the normal answer is going to be in, the, in these times, it's either going to be, yeah, I'm feeling grand or actually I've got a bit of a temperature and a, and a recurrent cough. But he started telling them about all these problems with his foot and the doctor was like, I'm, I'm actually going, I'm going to, I just need to know, are you feeling okay to get the, the procedure? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Well, 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 I've got you here, doc. Why don't you take a look at this? It's so hard to get a doctor. Like, Does your foot I only got balls? the vasectomy appointment because I wanted to talk to a doctor about my foot. <laughs> Um. So yeah, and then Hannah drove me home. And so, yeah, so Hannah was a, waiting in the car this whole time, was she, or did she? Come Hannah, was wait, wait, Hannah was waiting in the car. Yeah, she 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 dropped me off, and then her and the kids went to get a McFlurry and McDonald's, and then came back. Um. <laughs> did she go? Come on, then let me see it. Let's see what they've done, dear. Let's yeah, see. just in the car park. Yeah, that's what we did. Just yeah, just in the car park. <laughs> Had a little look see. You wouldn't be um, the first in that car park. <laughs> Um, I have a, I got an ice pack, like a specially shaped vasectomy ice pack. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a, basically a groin shaped ice pack. Okay. So yeah, so you, you can either sit on it and bring it up over the front or you can set it on top and bend and curl it down. Comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just, I, I just followed the advice, um, that they gave basically to the letter. Um, I mean, it's... I'm willing to try taping my willy to my tummy because I think that might be a good way to, to solve a lot of other problems with underpants and stuff. I It'll like... certainly stop you getting pregnant. <laughs> I mean, what what other problems could you possibly have that would necessitate you having to do that? Well, it's always somewhere or other. You're always trying to center it. Are you not? Do you not try and center it? I always try and center it. Why would you try and why would you try and center it rather than just I let don't... it lie, whatever way it's going to lie? I'd, I'd say mentally center yourself first, PJ, and then work on <laughs> everything else. But then there's a danger it would peek out the top of your pants, and I don't know if I like that either. That's you don't want the little lad popping out of the top going, "Hello, it's me. Hi." Like, like some sort of sex bending mole. First of all, you need to buy uh, better fitting pants. You need to put a fucking belt on. There are, there. I mean, there are at least three barriers there to potentially exposing yourself to someone that you seem to be missing. <laughs> well, we've got the belt, and we've got the waistband of his pants, and I'm assuming yeah. self, just you know, self awareness. The waistband, right. the waistband I mean- of his jeans. I mean the the interior lining of the long johns that he's wearing because it's PJ and it's winter time. It's not winter though; it's bloody boiling every day. Boiling, I'm hot all the time. I don't like that. It. Is not an excuse to get your willy out. <laughs> <laughs> didn't work. Didn't work for Anthony Weiner, and it's not going to work for you. No. <laughs> so, I mean, what do you get the man for Christmas who has all of that going for him? Ron, what are you getting, Scott? Have you got anything lined up for Christmas? As as your wife lined up some, I bet she's got a nice present for him this year. (laughs) Um, I mean, is is there a danger? Is there any danger that like someone might Hannah might provocatively bend over just to annoy you, just to just to see what happens, just to see if she could provoke a reaction that would be bad, or is that not the sort of thing? No, no, and again, you're you're. I would do that, but that's because I'm a horrible person. You're barking at the wrong tree. I think is that. Yeah, and also I I don't know what I don't know what you provocatively bending over. I don't know who that would be for. Well, I mean, it would be for you. you... I, yeah, <laughs> that's not. I'm I'm fine. You haven't seen how I provocatively bend over. 
PG, I've seen you try to provocatively take off a pair of long johns and a pair of jeans. They weren't provocative. Nothing and nothing moved. It provoked nothing but That's because I had a tape to the top. Oh, do you mean on you? So are you are you in a state of constant pain at the minute? No, no, no. Absolutely not. Um I never and I haven't been from the the, the minute I got home. I, how long um, how long has it been since? Four days? Or Wednesday. This is day this is post op day four. Hmm. Uh, so it was Wednesday evening. Um, it's like five o'clock or something on Wednesday evening. Um, At what point do they oh, think it. that you should be "quote unquote" healed? They they say the for two day, for two days basically don't do anything, just sit, ice pack, take paracetamol every four hours. So they mean like you know, like um, no work or strenuous behavior or rock climbing. Yeah, or nothing. No, nothing. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. <clears throat> um, for the first two days, um, and then after that. They say that they are happy. You can go back to work whenever you want, but they say give it two days, and then after that you, you're good to go back. But you just need to kind of take it easy. You still do have a like a small wound in an area that if you're going to bend down to lift something, it's prone to get snagged. Or um, I'm, assu- I'm assuming there was there was I mean, post-operative point, type I... of advice, which was you know, involving pipe cleaning. Um, <laughs> there, the uh, well, yeah, and what he what he told me was slightly different to what the um, what the NHS website in terms of pipe cleaning. Um, bef- they want to do, they'll want to do a, a fertility test hmm. sometime uh, around sixteen weeks after the procedure. Oh, that's quite a long time. Like from the, I mean, presumably um, up until then, there's no guarantee that things have been a success. So you've got to still maintain whatever regime you had in place prior yeah, to this. Yeah. Yeah, um, and between now and the sixteen week mark, whenever they'll send me out a wee sample pot and an envelope to send it back in, um, they ask they uh, would ask to uh, clear the tubes at least thirty to forty times a day. <laughs> I mean, I I I did make that joke, and he didn't seem to find it all that funny. <laughs> so, did you calculate how <laughs> it's going to be tough? It's going to be tough cutting it down to that, boss. I know. <laughs> be thirty or forty times. Okay, I'll do that. And then you sort of forget. Then you go, "Oh shit, I've got like three days to do this." <laughs> oh come on! Yeah, you better get going. So, wait, am catch, I... catch up on my schedule. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ralphie has like a like it's a behavior chart on the fridge, so I'm thinking I might like co-op that. Yeah, like he gets a little star sticker, so like I think I should but get I mean, the same. I mean, it's it's difficult. It's just what's the reward? It's, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's its own reward. You're like, <laughs> yeah, like the uh, the um, the, mo- the the Latin the Latin motto of my high school used to be "the work is its own reward." Yeah, it very much is there. You imagine Hannah's mom phone is to house Scott doing says, "Well, he's tired, but he's happy." <laughs> Yeah, and how is he? How is he downstairs? He's fine, but his wrist has got a really nasty kind of bruise along it for some reason. Couldn't figure that out. It's gone, it's gone purple, like an old person <laughs> bruise. <laughs> oh lordy! Um, so, so as a, would would you do it again? Yep, yep. I mean, like as 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 long as it's. I mean, we're not going to know for four months whether or not it's a success. So as long as it's a success at the end of the four months, it's. Uh, it would be awful un- to get uh, pregnant like three months at afterwards. worst. 
at worst it's uncomfortable hmm. that's really about it uh, every now and again like first night was sore it's hard to get comfortable in bed um and uh, you know it's that's annoying you but it's not everything up then you're not in pain i would i would say like you're not like lying in bed awake in pain you're lying in bed awake because it's it's uncomfortable it's that kind of post hit in the balls <clears throat> discomfort that you get it's not sore it's just like yeah. ugh, this, this doesn't feel very nice um and then every now and again you just have to take things gingerly you'll, you'll plant your foot wrong or you'll go to walk up the stairs and it will swiftly remind you that you had a small operation there the other day and to take it easy dickhead um but for the most part there's there isn't no, there's there's nothing to be pensive about or like worried about or anything like that. It's not that it, it's it, no. I've had, like I've had way worse things in terms of like medical stuff that I got a mole removed on my back last year. Like that was uh, for the couple of days after. Like that was sorer mm. than um, than what this is. And they um, don't even tell you when you've had a mole removed to have to to wipe off thirty or forty times before they see you again. So it's, no, yeah. Oh, no, but I'm, I'm, as you want. <laughs> I mean, how many post-operative things would be a success if that was the advice? Just immediately. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to the first one, which is apparently going to be full of blood. So, Whoa! that's definitely one you've got to do on your own. That's, that's the one. You might be sexy with that. No. <laughs> that's yeah. awful. It's like whatever you love, Lovecraftian wank. <laughs> <laughs> blood for the blood god. That's a Grant Morrison Lovecraft to spin Vogan spell right there. <laughs> like whenever you eat too much red cabbage and then you take a shit and think you're dying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lordy, lordy. So, I mean, is there more in this, do you think? Or, or will we move on to Christmassy things? <laughs> Oh, we... fuck me. <laughs> what? PJ's bored. Let's move on. I'm not bored. I'm just saying, uh, you know, it's a, I mean, it's our Christmas, the last show before Christmas, probably the last show of the year. There is well, no, fr- there is no one Christmas. bulging sack to another. Hey! <laughs> so Have what you... are your Christmas plans this year? What is that? What if anything has changed due to the... Uh... Well, hold on. The executive is currently meeting, so let me check Twitter and see if they've announced anything. Oh, that's right. Because they, they right might, there. they might just tell everybody to get fucked and stay home. Yeah. Well, I'll be honest here. If they said get fucked and stay home, I'd be like, fine. Okay. Is your, but what is your Christmas normally? What's a good Christmas for you, Ron? My Christmas this year, the plan is to be down at my brother's house with uh, my mother and my brother and his uh, his um, his wife and Susie. Yeah, okay. And that's been some variation of that has been Christmas for the last few years. Yeah. So. You know, last, last we, year we we kind of we kind of had this um, discussion where if if we were limited to two households being together at Christmas, then yeah. it makes much more sense for uh, my mother to go to my brother's house and for Susie and I just to be on our own at Christmas. Yeah, because yeah. A, no, my my sister in law cares much more about Christmas than everybody else does in this mm-hmm. bunch, and Susie and I would be fine. We wouldn't be yeah. that bothered. So it's a uh, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean that's it's like and that's dad was in the hospital last year and of course he's gone now, so um 
it was always going to be a funny Christmas anyway. Uh, and so our plan, I think, is just to have Annette's mum down. But Annette hates doing Christmas in our house. And we've always done it up in our mum's house just because the amount of cooking and stuff. But um, last year we did it in our house because our dad wasn't well. This year, we're, I think we're just doing it in our house because our dad's not with us anymore. So, But I, I think even if the advice is don't, don't travel, I think it'll still be limited to that. She, Annette's mum would be in our bubble, our tiny little bubble. So it'd just be the three of us. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people who are, who are just you know they don't care what the rules are; they will just do whatever they want to do. The only, I mean, that. like speaking purely selfishly, it's also my birthday just immediately after Christmas, and that's like we can't even go out for a meal then. That's that's slightly more annoying. That being said, though, it is your fifty-first birthday, and who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you haven't been, you haven't been able to go out for a meal for the most the majority of this year. He did go out though. That's not actually <laughs> true. That's not true. No, it's been the restaurants have been open. Restaurants are open today. For goodness sake, you could have gone out for a meal today if you wanted. Um, and we've gone out plenty of times for meals, uh, Annette and I. And, and generally, most of them are fine. Like they, I think they. You, you didn't like, get any COVID at them. No COVID, um, COVID secure. The McDonald's has been one of the cleanest places to eat out, weirdly, um, and and the most kind of secure. You, you feel very secure. La, La Tequera, the Mexican restaurant, you kind of feel like, oh, I'm getting a slice of COVID free with all my meals. This is great. Um, <laughs> so we, we did there once and that was it. like, no, we're not, not going to do that again. Um, but for the most part, you, we've been eat, we've eaten out. Of, like any time the restaurants have been open, we've been able to go out and, and have a meal somewhere. Usually avoiding places that are too busy. But um, and we were in town as, as well. But you haven't really gone out, Scott, have you? You've been you've been staying no. in this whole time. Is it? Yeah. I mean, is that through fear of of COVID or because? You... Well, I would imagine that Scott has the added pressure of you can't just go out to a restaurant because it means that Ralphie and Lena need looked after, and you can't have people around to look after them either. Yeah, so. you can't can't get can't get ask somebody to come over and and childcare. But also, even if that, even if childcare was wasn't a um, responsibility, do you remember when everybody started going out to restaurants and then all the cases spiked? Like, I think I think it's been people like foolishness. You, I know. I people. can feel. I can. I can sense the daggers that he's looking at me now. Across <laughs> the way, I can sense an angry yeah. ball of uh, energy deep within him. That apart from the other two angry. That's oh, where the ball. That no, yeah, that's where the angry ball of energy used to be. They took that away. <laughs> My seed is gone. <laughs> so yeah, I, mean, um, I would have. Or, or we would actually would Annette had booked. We were going to go away on my birthday. Uh, not even anywhere exotic. Like going to go away away to Derry for a night in a hotel. And I was a bit iffy about it, but now like that. And so we ended up cancelling long uh, cancelled ages ago. But um, you know that, that's off the cards. That's so we're not doing nothing. We're doing nothing. Staying in, working probably. Um, that's it. Very dull. That's just like everybody else. Yeah. yeah. But turns you, out you're you, not special. <laughs> have you have you made requests for Christmas? Are you looking forward to any Christmas gifts? Is there any have you have you done all your Christmas shopping? I mean, I'm presuming everyone did any shopping online anyway, which is why oh, yeah, I yeah, made so much money. Fuck the local retailers. Yeah, we, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I mean, you know, they were on their arses anyway with Amazon, and now they've just been wiped I out. So I I, I'm still bitter about uh, Easton's closing. I'm still very annoyed about that, but. Um, they closed early doors as soon as the first lockdown. I mean, Jizo, you, you you must have been the only person still going there. 
<laughs> well, that might be true. That might be why they closed because even I didn't buy anything in Eastons. I just no, liked I know. It. I like I remember, like every time I walked, every time I walked into Eastons and Tyne, like there was. I mean, for some, for 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 first off, the Eastons and Tyne was just n- extravagantly big. Mm. It was just needlessly massive for basically what? what's an overgrown newsagents. Yeah, for the for the five people that were always in there. <laughs> yeah, was originally that was was it W H Smiths was owned that building. W H Smiths, yeah, and, yeah, and then yeah. uh, Eastons were down the street and around. So I think when W H Smith closed, Eastons went, "Oh, we're having that." But every every time you went into that like that kind of godlike palace to stationery, there was just mm-hmm. another section that was closed. Like you would go in and you'd be like, "Oh, I, I wanted to get this printed like A3," and it's like, "Oh, we used to do that upstairs, but we don't do that anymore." Um, now we just sell like magazines and pencils. Mm. Hard to buy magazines in town now, though. Hard to buy I magazines mean, anywhere. Belfast is. The magazine industry is completely screwed at this point. You know, I mean, 2018 is doing quite well. I think I don't know if you've if you've seen this, but they um they've recently launched this um. It's a kind of it's a podcast, but it's it's they're recording uh, future shock stories as little radio plays with act you know with like proper actors, Rufus Hound and uh, a bunch whole bunch of comedians and stuff. Um, and but they're only available to subscribers, right? So if you okay. subscribe to the comic, you you'll get access to these these audio plays, which is really interesting because it suggests to me that their subscriber base must have shot up substantially because. How could you afford to just on a whim go? Let's make some expensive audio production and uh, only give it to people subscribing. It used to be you get a cup or so, you get a mug if you were a subscriber or a poster. Which, like in terms of cost, those are much cheaper items to give someone yeah. than than, than a, a radio play. But um, so they're doing a whole bunch of them. I think um, maybe six or seven of them or something. But it's kind of interesting that they're doing it. Or maybe it worked the other way around. You know, they they kind of made the investment in the radio plays, hoping that it was going to drive it, subscribers. It could well be. It could well be. I mean, it, it may we be a taste of both. I'm sure they've they've got a bunch of audiobooks on Audible, so I imagine they have some sense of numbers from that, and they know what their subscriber base is like as well. Um, it could be that the record. I mean, these are little fifteen minute shorts, so they're not very long shows. Um, they're probably not as expensive to produce as you think because they're they the cast and crew can be kind of roped in from um, working from home anyway uh, and a lot of them are more available than they would have been I think as well as I, I, there's an interview with um, everyone's working for scale yeah. well yeah, yeah there's an interview with Rufus Hound who was basically saying you know I'm not quite as busy as I should be because of everything that's going on so yeah I was free to do this but it, I mean it just it, it suggests to me that either their subscriber numbers have gone up or the subscriber base is good, solid enough that they can you know, take a punt to build it from there, you know, based on this. But certainly, like in Belfast, I think there's maybe two Tesco's you can go into to buy it and maybe the uh, the comic shop, which is open and closed on, on a sort of semi-regular basis now with, with COVID-y restrictions. But have you have you got anything, have you asked for anything nice, Scott, to, to, as a special reward, a treat for your, uh, the, the whole ball situation? <laughs> Not as a, a reward for the, um, for I mean, the situation. As, as, that's a, that's as much a um, that's as much as for for me as it is for for everybody else. It's its own reward. I know, but it feels like you're bearing the brunt of it, though. I mean, I, I know it's for everyone, but it feels like you're getting. But then Hannah has to bear the brunt. Of, Hannah has to bear the brunt of the pregnancy, so it swings in roundabouts. And let's be honest, Scott, uh, I only have to do this once. 
Uh, not like a Michael Scott getting it reversed and then snip, snap, unreversed. Snip, snap, snip, snap. Um, so uh, I I don't know about about Christmas. Um, I made mention of a um a couple of things, but I don't know whether. Do you want the big uh, Air AirPod Air, Apple Air headphones Max things? Oh, I, I kind of do. I like whenever I saw the <laughs> price, I was like, ha. Huh bullshit nobody's gonna pay that that's a ridiculous price for headphones and then i read some of the reviews and i was like oh holy shit they actually sound really good and i want them immediately mm-hmm. um but it, it, like it, i don't know what apple are um are doing with it in term in terms of their um in terms of their stock numbers because you can't get them until at least february march next year and it's the same with the home pod mini and it's just ridiculous it's a lot of demand just a lot of demand i know like but... I, I i imagine they probably underestimated for the airpods max because you know it, it's, a, it's a brand new and look it's 550 quid we're going to sell about nine of them but that's yeah, fine it's a, it's a brand new product category for them really and they kind of uh they probably thought well let's let's make a few million of them and they probably have yeah, I get I get that the, one. The demand, the, 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 the demand drives more demand, and the, yeah, uh, but and the reviews the are, are very mini. positive. It's the HomePod Mini that I don't understand. Like it's ninety nine quid. Like they should have been making them by the truckload, hmm. and yeah, and had them yeah. and had them ready to go because at ninety nine quid, like you look at Amazon sales, you look at who's got even one of the Alexa. Um, the minis or the um or whatever the the small ones the small ones are like it's it's a it's a throwaway purchase um mm. for a lot of people a lot of people um and to not be able to get them until at, like at least mid february next year is just uh is just crazy i think i think that they probably made loads of those and i just think the demand was massive mm. yeah. There, I bought, there, yeah i bought two <laughs> yeah, no, I should. I, I should have. I, I should have got good? one. They are good. I mean, I you know, let's see. Hang on, I, I can probably reach this into the, into the shot here. And because they're tiny looking, they are. Uh, it's about the size of a large orange. And and do they a navel orange? Is do they do they fill the room with sound? No, no. I mean, <laughs> they you know compared to the regular HomePod or a, or a big stereo system, they're not you know they're not massive sounding, but they are um, more than adequate. I would say. I've asked for a pair of AirPods Max for my birthday. Have, have you? Yeah. I thought the hell with this. Did I you? want to, I want some of those. I want some of what you got. I want some of well, what you got. Well, hold on. Air, AirPod, AirPods Max or AirPods Pro? Oh, AirPods. The wee AirPods one. The wee AirPods. The wee Buds. Oh, yes, the AirPods Pro. Pro. Okay. Yeah, Pro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would, I would whole, wholeheartedly recommend those, especially for someone who... You'll probably put them in and listen to something whilst you're drawing, mm. um, because the sound quality when you get something that is in basically everything on Netflix and Prime and Apple TV is in at least five one, if not Dolby Atmos, um, and so when, the when sound quality that in, in Dolby Atmos does it sound like there are things behind you and in front of you and all that? does it? Does it, it does it with five. It's it does it with five one as well. It's not just okay. Dolby Atmos. It's anything that anything that is split channel, mm. um, more than stereo. So anything from five one up, um, the the separation between left, right, center, um, is incredible, mm. and the the spatialness, the 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 I the the feeling of 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 things moving around you. 
um, is is just terrific. It's it's just a, it's really really good listening listening experience. Yeah, I was yeah. watching uh, Mission Impossible Six in bed the other night. I had my iPad Pro and I had my uh, iPods AirPods yeah. Pro on, in, and multiple times I had to stop and take an AirPod out and press play just to make sure that because I was convinced that there was more sound coming out of the thing mm-hmm. than than, yeah. there, than there yeah, could yeah. possibly be, and I thought this is Susie's bound to be able to hear this. And you know, and you know what's weird as well? Like it's 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 unfortunate but also um also i think pretty good is how quickly you get used to the the amazing audio because you put when you put the, sometimes when you put them on you just think wow this this sounds very good mm-hmm. and that's and that's about as much and then you turn off the spatial audio and it just crams everything back into stereo and you realize how compressed and mushed and muddled everything is mm. and you think that's that's how we that's how we've been listening to it all of this time and um, you know everybody was very happy with it but when yeah. you when you open it out and when you get to expand that kind of headspace like going from that you're listening in and, and then i well, it was a, yeah it, but it, but you just forget spotify, you just forget does spotify have multi-channel things on it or is it all music basically stereo uh, it's all no, stereo Spotify, but I, I would not be surprised if within the next six months or a year, Apple announces high def audio uh, because they've got a high def, they've got a high def uh, set of headphones now, the mm-hmm. big headphones, and I wouldn't be surprised if they offered uh, five point one um, music on yeah on Apple Music as well. Even the even the update for the um, for the big HomePods being able to play Dolby Atmos and five one and kind of bounce the sound around. That's how I have my living room set up a, a left and right HomePod. The um, the throw of the audio is is just insane. It's terrific. Yeah, you, they you they wonder, really though, are they going to bring out? You know, they're going to make it even more multi-channel. We can have basically five HomePods around you and get proper. You know, I mean, it's it's not. I don't think it's beyond the realms of possibility. Um, oh, it's, would it require I, I a think, new HomePod, you know? But I don't think it would necessarily require a new HomePod because what happens whenever you stereo pair your HomePods is you just identify them and you say this one's left and this one's right, and that's you know that's as much really. It's it's different with the the, the spatial audio on the AirPods because um, if you want the the three sixty kind of dialogue following the um, the iPad type thing then you need that gyroscope and you need that that um the the chip the m was it the, the a12 chip that does the um you, you the, the, chip, does, does the, the u1 chip yeah sorry that rec that recognizes the positioning in relative in, in 3d space although i've been um, having some debates about this some people online and there seems to be some some Describe some fights run, is that what you're saying? Not not Twitter <laughs> fights. I was I was having a discussion with a well known Apple blogger, John Gruber, about this where we were uh, basically deciding do you need is it the headphones that make your your head space move in three D for the audio or is it the device? Hmm. Because he, he's been complaining that you know that it doesn't it doesn't work with the Apple TV, the spatial audio. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. I tried to but throw no, me over there, but I was roundly ignored. No, that's not true. That's not true. I wouldn't say because I turn off the. Uh, there's a there's a an option in the settings where you can either have the audio follow the iPad. So if you turn your head to the left, the dialogue instead of coming 
instead of you hearing it centrally, you'll hear it more mm. from the left, as yeah. though you were as though as though somebody yeah. was in the room talking to you, as it would work in real life. Yes. But for me, whenever I'm watching or sorry, whenever I have stuff and I'm listening to it whilst I'm working, my iPad is is like way over off to the right. I'm not watching anything. I just have it as background. So I don't want I want the dialogue to continue to come straight down the barrel as a center and have the the surround sound experience coming based on that central dialogue. Yeah, I don't want the dialogue coming from. Does it matter what the source device is? Because I I was pretty convinced that it it mattered because I thought there was a communication between the AirPods Pro and an iPad, for example, that said, well, my iPad is here, therefore the audio is coming from here. But now people are saying that actually it depends where your head is when it's when you start the audio, and if you turn, if it it it, it sort of treats that as the start point, as the start point. Which I, I need to do hmm. some experiments with that just to be hundred percent. Yeah, sure, that's in, that's interesting. I'm not a. I'm. I would have said that in the, in the testing that I did with the very 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 limited testing that I did um, with it, I would have said that it didn't matter where my head was. It only mattered where the iPad or iPhone was. But I, you know, you know, we're going back two or three months now, um, and I a hundred percent could be wrong about that. Because I, um, ideally, what I would like is is to be able to turn on a movie on the TV and, you know, say it's like one in the morning and want to watch a movie, have the AirPods in, be able to enjoy it as if I'm sitting in a, a 5.1 theater. Yeah. But, um, but it's tracking the TV. I mean, there, there isn't, there really isn't any reason why that can't happen as long as you're, as long as you're happy not to have that movement aspect of it, which I absolutely am. I don't but the, care. But I the don't movement want... aspect is what is is what sells it for me. It's it's completely. Um, but why 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 is that? Like... It's because because it feels like it's it all of a sudden it's, it feels like the speakers are detached from your head, and that's the bit that really is amazing mm. to me. Is whenever you can turn your head around and it feels like your head is moving in space, but the speakers stay still. So it feels like you're not wearing headphones at all. Yes, it absolutely removes any sensation that you're wearing headphones. Well, I find the spatial like the audio even... You could point to them in the room, you know. But I find the spatial audio, even without that, is uh, does exactly that. Because I can still point in space where, you know, the train is coming from on the left-hand side and, and you know, all that kind yeah, of but stuff. But it's the disassociation from, from the picture. If I'm if I'm watching something, that's, that's where I'm kind of like, I feel disassociated if I turn to the left and the voice is still coming from... Yeah, I'm facing as opposed to from the point source of the of the video. You know, the number of times I've been sitting here watching something on with the the home pods and the the right hand one will do like a a door knock or a or or something like that, and I you know it, it kind of catches you off guard, and you know you maybe look over or something like that, and it gets me a little bit giddy because I always think, oh, it it tricked me, and then I look <laughs> over at Hannah, and she's just not like hasn't hasn't noticed and could not be less interested in what it sounds would, like. I mean, would you would you watch? Has Hannah got a pair of of the uh, Apple AirPod things? Not the not the pro ones, no. Just the mm-hmm. the the first I'm gen. Would you would you pair? You can can you pair two pairs to the Apple yes. and watch them together? Yes, you, can, yes, you can. And then and then you don't have to. I mean, can you also? I mean, here's what I'd really want to do. I'd really want to put a pair in for me, and then just let the turn the audio up as well, so everyone can listen to it at a low volume, and I can hear it at a decent volume. I wonder. I if think they would work independently, would they? Maybe not. I would like that. If you have them, if you if you have them in, and then you turn up the volume on your Apple TV, 
I think it only turn, turns up the volume across the board. I don't know if it would turn up individual. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I will test that after this because both <laughs> Susie and I have got gener- uh, AirPod generations. I like that, can, that you're testing things like we're somehow this. some review show. <laughs> We're the AirPod review show. We'll test all. Let's test all of this. We've run some thorough tests be, on these. It'll be good to it'll be good to know regardless. Hmm. Right. So we wrap up because I've got to tuck some kids into bed and stuff. And yeah, ooh. me too. Yeah. Um, they just and, don't know it yet. <laughs> Scott, Scott's got some tucking to do in of himself there. Um, so uh, we will be back probably maybe in the new year. We coming back maybe again? Maybe in the new year. You're living a very wide, wide window there for us to not come back. <laughs> We're going to try and come back. Um, and sure, we could do one. We could do one next Sunday. Next Sunday's not is the day after Boxing Day. Who's got anything to do on the day after Boxing Day? Oh, that's well, true. Not like we can, not like mean, we can it, go anywhere. It's not like we haven't been anywhere anyway. Or like it's not like we've been sitting in our houses every day. We couldn't do sure. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe we'll be back then. Then. Yeah, um, do you want to do a pick of the week, or do you want to do a of the week, or always say cheerio? Let's say cheerio and assume okay. that people have their own picks sorted out because it's Christmas. Ah, they're all bought for Christmas. All right, then, guys. See you later. Bye. Good night. Goodbye. They're